My name's Reiki, and I will be walking you through all of the project-related updates first. So as you have been hearing from me, and probably are tired of hearing from me about uh, the AMA that's going to happen with our founders. So I have some exciting news in alpha for everybody. So those that are able to hear this after, after the fact... Uh, it is super exciting news. I had a phone conversation with Alpha Leon and Napoleon yesterday, and they are pretty excited and have been working very diligently to walk the community through all of the things they've been working on in the back end. So as you all know, they're currently in Bali and are scheduled to return back to Switzerland close to the end of the month. So what's going to happen with that is... They're going to be uh, working on a bunch of stuff that has, it's just going to be a continuation from what they're already been working on when they're in Bali. Um, so uh, the AMA that's going to happen with the communities. So what can you look forward to in the AMA? And uh, there's going to be an official announcement in Discord as well. What both of them are waiting for right now are some minor CSS modifications. So if you're not super tech savvy, CSS updates are basically styling and uh, making the website, parts of the websites look pretty and all that styling stuff. So it's very minor changes that they're waiting on. And once those are done, uh, they will be ready to present. And that should be here anytime soon. So it's a matter of days at this point. So appreciate everybody's patience through this. It has been a wonderful journey so far. We're continuing to deliver. We're continuing to move forward. And that is what I'm always excited to share about. So the AMA, what is going to be the layout of the AMA? And, and this is why I want to share this, because it's important to prepare yourself to what to expect, because this is going to be one of the most important AMAs that we have done ever since we launched. So number one, um, they're going to be starting off with talking about tokenization, why it's important and how it relates to blockchain technology. Number two, uh, they're going to talk about what we're trying to do with the tokenized crowdfunding and what, it, what what future it holds in this general industry of blockchain technology and Web3. That's going to be followed up by a complete presentation on the website and all of its features and different pieces of information on there and how it pertains to the general and the larger ecosystem that we're building with TCFX, which is going to be our crowdfunding branch of the business. They're going to then follow that up by regulations and the blockchain ecosystem in Switzerland. So a lot of research that has been happening behind the scenes, which I've been sharing, is discussions with lawyers and regulators. So those things will be uh, something that Alex and Tony are going to dive into. Uh, during this AMA. Then they're going to talk about the important contacts they've made and uh, kind of people they've been talking to and, and dive deeper into those conversations and share that with the community because a lot of these conversations go unheard of because it's just a day-to-day -day for them at this point, but it's important for the community to know the kind of people they're talking to, their, their, uh, their credentials, and how it's helpful for the project and things like that. So uh, they're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, then they're going to dive into what they're currently working on and what the next steps are for the project and the business in general. After this AMA, what they're going to do is 
have an optional viewing party for um, the tech-savvy MetaLeon family members because not everybody cares about the nitty-gritty or details of the platform. So if you have been keeping your ears and eyes open, we have been talking about the partnership Italium Assets, which works on tokenization. So how we're leveraging their technology to power our crowdfunding ecosystem. So how that technology is working with our tech is what we're going to be diving into. So those that are tech savvy and want to know how all of that is going to work and what all features we're going to provide, there's going to be a viewing party and it's going to be a recorded video of all the features and how those are going to work. If you're not that tech savvy, so before I even get there, uh, so it's going to go over the visuals and uh, different parts of the ecosystem, like the fundraising operation, the investing of the projects, like the investor, the secondary market, dashboard management, bunch of more stuff. So those that are tech savvy can watch it live with them and ask them questions. I think it's a great opportunity to get into the nitty gritty details um, of how things are going to work. If you're not that tech savvy and you want to take your time to do this, these are going to be recorded videos so you can watch them at whatever point you want. So if AMA is too long and then you don't want to sit around and watch another video, we get it. We want to keep the option open for the community. So those videos would be available for all the holders to watch and uh, see what we're building. We believe in complete transparency, so we're not scared of like, what do you call it? Uh, first of the market kind of thing because uh, we are first of the market in a lot of ways. So we are working in that direction with that intent. So um, I'm super excited to see uh, that video myself. I'm personally going to be present. So I hope uh, some of you are able to be there as well, especially our core Leon family members. Um, then uh, to close it out, uh, the founders are going to walk everybody through what they have been quietly working on for the product and everything, uh, the networking they've been doing, the procedures, the research that's gone into all this stuff. So everything that I've not been able to share with you guys, because I, again, even I can't keep up to the day-to-day -day of Alex and Antonio. So you will be hearing it from the horse's mouth itself. Um, so you will get a deeper dive into their day-to-day -day and how, like, what they're going to be doing and how their life changes as they move back to Switzerland and what are they looking forward to. So some of it I have been able to hear and we, we talk on a regular basis, but, um, it is going to be super exciting for the community to get to hear all that stuff because it's not only inspiring, it's exciting and it, it shows that it doesn't matter what the market does. You just got to stay true to what you're set out to do and um, just keep building. So that is kind of everything that I wanted to share about what to expect from the AMA. Um, again, once those CSS, minor CSS changes are done to the website, you'll probably see an announcement from Alpha Leon or Napoleon and we'll have the date and I hope to see you all at that AMA. And make sure to bring questions, make sure to be attentive, because it's going to be a fun one. It's very important for the community to wrap their head around what this product is. So um, we've been talking about it, but now it's time to like actually dive into it. So it should be a very exciting learning educational opportunity for all of us to hear straight from the founders. Uh, with that, uh, that's pretty much what I had on the project side of things. Um, 
what I want to get into is a lot of interesting things that are happening on the market side of things. Again, um, everybody and their grandmas know at this point, Sam Bankman-Fried has been arrested. Not going to go too much into that news because you all can watch it and hear it. It's all over the place. So not going to waste my time on that. Um, what's interesting is the, the Fed, basically how the Fed reacted to the new CPI numbers that came out yesterday. So CPI, as you know, at this point is how the U.S. Uh, Federal Reserve or the government in general, like U.S. as an entity, uh, calculates inflation in the country. So uh, it was at 7.7% as of October. November numbers just came in yesterday and it dropped from 7.7 to 7.1, which is about six basis points, uh, well, 60 basis points, right? So um, that that's, that's a huge, that's a huge change. And that kind of got the market rallying a little bit yesterday. Um, but what happened today was pretty interesting. So based on the interest, based on how the CPI numbers came in, everybody sort of expected the Fed to increase the interest rate by not, not at 0.75% because that's what they raised it by last time because the CPI came up higher. So the higher the inflation comes out, the more interest rate hike happens. So this time, Jerome Powell, when he came out to talk today, he said it's only going to be 0.5%, which is 0.25% less than the last time. To some people, this might be great news. This means that interest rate hikes are slowing down as inflation is slowing down. But if you think about it, the interest rates are still increasing. The rate of increase is going down, but it's still increasing. So yeah, we only raised it by 0.5%, but overall interest rate did increase. So we're about to like 4.7 now or 4. Point, I think 4.7. So it's going to it's going to keep increasing over time, which means that the market is going to get worse. Like it's going to hurt the market even more cuz the higher the interest rates, the less money is available in the market, less liquidity means less investing money. That means markets don't do that good. Um, so it's super early for people to even start thinking about, Hey, the market's going to come back. Bull market's going to come back again. I could be wrong. I'm not a soothsayer or a fortune teller. My job is to share with you what I think and what I believe in. And if I'm wrong, I learn and I move on, but I am not going to give you hopium because we're all grown adults in this room. And we all know that if we look at everything objectively, we're going to all learn and grow and be well positioned for the market. So you'd be surprised. You'd ask me like, Ricky, all right. So the Fed increased the interest rate at a lower rate. So the market would have rallied today as well. Okay. So no, because how Jerome Powell talked, his talking tone and what he talks about has a huge impact on the market. So how he talked was very important. He did say that we're reducing the rate of interest rate hikes, but in no way are we going to absolutely stop increasing interest rates through 2023. So when he said that, the market kind of took it back and it started to tumble a little bit. So if you notice, the market went down a little bit today, even though the interest rates came down lower. So I want you all to re realize 
the Fed is very, very, very strict about bringing interest, bringing inflation back to 2%. We're sitting at 7.1%. So interest rates are pretty much like reducing interest rates, like losing weight, right? So if you're like 500 pounds, which I mean, let's assume you're 500 pounds. Coming down to 470 pounds is going to be a lot easier than coming down to 180 pounds. Why? Because as you start from a bigger number, reducing from a bigger number is always easier. But as you start coming closer to your goal, it's going to get harder. The last couple pounds that you're going to lose are going to require 99% of the effort. Why am I using this analogy? Interest rates are the same way. When it shot up to whatever it went to, like 9%, 9.5% around June, where it peaked, it was easy to get there. It got there. Perfect. But look at how fast it's coming down. So everybody's like super optimistic. Like it went down from 7.7 .7 to 7.1, almost one point over a month. So everybody's like, oh, it's going to be 2% really soon. No, it's not going to be like that. It's going to take some time. It's going to take months and months of just bad economy. And that's what the Fed is trying to do. It's actively trying to wreck the economy. So they have, they're, they're trying to avoid a recession, but I'm, I'm, I'm surprised how they're going to avoid a recession with wrecking the economy so bad. So far, the job market's looking stable. So the Fed has the green light. They're like, oh, people are still got jobs. People are still making money. Cool. We're going to keep increasing interest rates until people don't have jobs. That's kind of their plan. That's what he talked about in the meeting. He was like, economy still looking strong so that gives us the sign to keep increasing interest rates and until we bring it inflation down to two percent we are going to keep doing this so to ex what to expect in 2023 bull market might take a while and i'm saying might take a while we might get a rally here or there of like 10 15 percent that always happens in a bear market but actual bull cycle is not starting anytime before quarter four of 2023 and I know it sounds horrible. I know you're like, okay, Ricky, you're such a party pooper. But my job, again, I am not here to give you candy. I'm here to take care of you. And my job is to help you realize that longer the bear market goes, the more opportunity you have to pick up good assets and then make use of that in 2024. These are all market cycles. And this is how the economy works. And crypto is not going to do anything different than the actual economy. So the reason I'm spending so much time talking about just this piece right here is because I really want to drill in the fact home that do not expect Bitcoin to hit 70,000 in 2023. That's If that happens, I'll be extremely happy, but it won't be sustainable because inflation is still going to be high. And when I say high, we're still looking at if inflation can get to 4% by 2023, end of 2023, I would be very happy. But I don't think it's going to get there. It's probably going to linger around 4.5 or 5%. And then slowly in 2024, probably get to 2%. But is the Fed going to pivot at some point? Yes. If they realize they've messed up and they broke the market so bad that they really have to go back and print money again, yeah, we're going to see a rally. But again, that's not going to be sustainable. It's going to be more like kicking the can down the road and Later on, the recession that's going to come in a few years is going to be even worse because they didn't take the pain right now. So everyone kind, kind of hates Paul right now for 
how strict he is about interest rates and how much he's wrecking the economy. But he's doing the right thing, in my opinion. He's not. He's taking. He's taking the bad pill right now for longer term sustainability, rather than kick it down the road, much like previous uh, chairs or previous committees in general. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my spiel about interest rates and why the market reacted the way it did. All right. So next piece, talking about CDBCs. Last week, if you remember from last week's episode, and if you haven't heard last week's episode, it is up on Spotify now. So if you don't like listening to Twitter Spaces recordings, I understand you don't want to listen to everything, all the stuff we talk about. So you can hop on to uh, Spotify, look up Medallion Society. Official links are in our Discord. Uh, you get a crispier version of the audio, and you also get the edited version. So you only get to hear the important news items. Um, so CDBCs talked about India and uh, I think Nigeria last month, and a bunch of other countries that are trying out CDBCs. Today, we have two more updates of CDBCs. So Brazil, if you do not know, is actually one of the most... Um, Innovative, well, not one of the most, but Brazil is working really hard in this DLT, digital ledger technology area, which involves blockchain, tokenization, um, cryptocurrencies, CDBCs, all of that stuff in one bucket, right? Um, so what Brazil's been doing, it's been testing out its CDBC for about two years now, and their pilot and the actual adoption the pod's supposed to stop anytime soon in this year, but the actual adoption and complete rollout of their CDBC, um, according to their government spokesperson, is supposed to be done by 2024. So that's going to be incredible. Um, why is it going to be incredible? Because uh, Brazil has about 33% of its population that is unbanked. So that means 33% of its population either doesn't have a bank account or doesn't even have credit cards or honestly it could be both so any form of credit or having a bank account so all those people would be banked and would have uh, access to the modern financial system with a digital wallet um, so that's huge so excited about brazil for 2024 i'll keep you posted once that's all ready to go um, and we'll keep an eye on this stuff i know a lot of places don't talk about this because who the hell cares about Brazil, right? But the reality is how every country adapts the CDBC is important to learn because if you look at enough countries, you can figure out what's working and what's not working. And I'm sure governments are going to do their own research about this, but I'm also interested on for my personal reasons to understand what's working, what's not working for CDBCs. So uh, we, we hope that the U.S. government kind of does that kind of research as well to look at other countries and see what's working, what's not. So that was Brazil right there. Um, second piece of information is coming from England. So the Bank of England has, if you do not know again, they have been piloting different CDBCs uh, with private companies, partnered with private companies. And uh, one of those companies, if you've heard about the digital token XRP, is Ripple. So that that's a major, uh, they've also partnered with the USDC Circle company behind it. Um, so 
what they're doing now is alongside par running parallel to the CDBC testing, they have now launched their application process and the grants, and the grant is about $255,000. And the grant is out for creating a digital wallet so that they can hold the CDBC and manage all the transaction and all the do all the functions that you can in a bank app. So in parallel to their CDBC, they're also now officially they've launched the application process for digital wallets to hold the CDBC. Uh, so you can see that every week, I mean, I didn't want to create this section for CDBCs, but I'm noticing every week there's some country doing something with CDBC. So I guess I'll introduce this section and just remind you every week that, hey, there, there's new countries doing new stuff with CDBC. So it's all good because what's going to eventually end up happening is more and more countries start using uh, CDBCs and the average person gets used to a digital wallet. How hard is it going to be for them to buy Bitcoin, buy Ethereum, buy some other token, right? So it's just a muscle memory thing. So once people get used to a digitized economy, um, they it's just going to be second nature for them to expect everything to work digitally that way and be instantly accessible, their funds available, transfer things in no time. So all of those features are already available in crypto. So um, it's going to be huge for crypto. Um, talking about adoption and networks, the Bitcoin Lightning Network. So um, here's my honest take on the Bitcoin Lightning Network. Do I think it's the most revolutionary cross-border payment technology available right now in crypto? No. There's better technologies that work a lot faster. Uh, for example, there's uh, the XRP ledger that settles things in three seconds with no limit to how much you can transfer. Bitcoin Lightning Network does have a limit of how much money you can transfer at a point and you have to pre-fund those corridors that you create. Not going to go too much into technology because I'm all about adoption and every adoption, every piece of adoption is important. Uh, so Bitcoin Lightning Network may um, has made, made some huge strides in cross-border payments. So recently it was announced I believe like a couple of days ago, that you can now, uh, in certain countries in Europe and certain countries in Africa, they open the corridor between these two continents. And what they're going to let people do is they can take their fiat currencies. So right now, the supported currencies on the Europe side are the pound and the euro. So you can convert pound and euro and send them over to uh, different countries and currencies in Africa. So the supported currencies right now are the currencies of uh, countries here listed Nigeria, uh, Ghana, and Kenya. So people are now able to transfer fiat across the Bitcoin Lightning Network uh, to one continent to another at fractional the cost of what these third party money transfer companies like Western Union charge. And fraction of the time of what they uh, what they um, usually take, like two to three days. So again, this is huge adoption and super important and a problem statement that is being solved by, uh, by Bitcoin Lightning Network. Um, so it's great for adoption. It's good for people that really need that money and send that money to their families and need. And um, a lot of people 
live away from where they're from. Like I'm a personal example, so I can relate to this. This, this is great. Um, so next piece of news, again, huge for adoption, uh, MetaMask. So everybody knows MetaMask. We all use MetaMask. Uh, they announced today, actually, that they will now officially allow uh, PayPal integration. So you can now use, and again, it's not open to everybody right now, but only as few select customers across the US, it's gonna slowly roll out to everybody, but they're, they've officially launched their integration with PayPal. So people would be able to pretty soon be able to buy crypto with their PayPal accounts using MetaMask directly. So you can buy um, crypto using PayPal from your digital wallet. Exciting. Um, I know a lot of people use PayPal. It's the stepping stone to the next phase of adoption of crypto. I personally like PayPal because you can link all of your cards and everything in one spot and pay any vendor with whatever card you want to use. So it's kind of convenient. Um, next piece of news, and I think this is the last one that I've got for today, is uh, out of the ledger camp. So if we have people here that own the digital wallet ledger, um, they've come out with a few very cool projects. Uh, they have a new device that's coming out. I forgot the name of it, but pretty cool. Check it out. Uh, again, not sponsored by Ledger. This is, again, an adoption piece of news. Um, so the Ledger Live app, so the app that Ledger has for you to manage your portfolio, they have partnered with Maryland DeFi Portfolio Tracker app um, to basically allow you to track about 1,000 DeFi protocols within the Ledger Live app. So if you're using DeFi and you're sick and tired of going to the different um, places uh, to check out your uh, DeFi portfolio, well, if you're using one of the 1,000 that they support, I hope it supports what you're using, um, then you can track it all in your Ledger Live app and not have to go to third parties to check those out. So less risk and more integrations. So um, that's kind of all the updates that I had for the week. Um, it's again, a very eventful week in the market. It's it's not that easy to um, stay in the market in times like these. It's easy to check out and forget about things, especially the holidays coming up. But if you're showing up here and listening to these recordings later on, whatever in your drives, picking up the kids, doing whatever, um, you're doing yourself a service because a week in crypto, even in the spare market, is like a year in traditional markets. So you're going to miss out on so much if you don't keep up to date. And that's why I try to keep this to 30 minutes um, so that you get what you really need to know about and don't have to waste your time listening to five five other people talking about the same thing or maybe not even talking about the same thing for uh, about four or five hours and then not still getting the complete picture. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, uh, all of the updates I had for us today. We do this every Wednesday, same time, same place. This is the place to be during the bear market. And this will be the place to be in the bull market. Super proud of all of you for being here, being educated, supporting the community, showing the love. This matters. Showing up matters. So love you all. Appreciate you all. Have a wonderful night, day, whatever time's on your end. I will catch you either in Discord or on, on one of the spaces soon. Take care, everybody.